Chapter 5 of Violet, a Fairy Story. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Violet, a Fairy Story by Caroline Snowden Guild. Chapter 5 Love's Charm. But the next day, and this is a true story, when it had grown so warm that Violet could not work any longer in the garden, and was going home with her hoe and watering-pot, there stood the three toads again in the walk, just as they were the day before, with Toady, as she called him, between the two smaller ones. All three gave a little hop when Violet came in sight, and then stood still again. This was their way of saying, "'Good morning!' We hope you haven't forgotten us. And long afterwards, whenever Violet passed through the garden walk, especially if the day was warm, she was pretty sure of meeting her new acquaintances. They even grew so tame that they would follow her about the garden, and often she would walk up and down the same path for half an hour at a time, just for the sake of seeing how soberly her droll little pets would hop along after her, turning whenever she turned, and waiting for her whenever she stopped. Violet thought them the wisest and most loving toads that ever hopped. She did not know that love, directly their mistress entered the garden, fastened them to her by a delicate silken cord, just the color of love's own purple wings, and they could not very well help following her. Though, if Violet had treated them unkindly, in an instant the purple cord would have lost all its strength, and grown slender as the slenderest thread in a spider-web. Now, my dear readers, though I hope with all my heart that you will try to be as good and loving as Violet, I don't want you to do everything she did. All toads are not as fond of a sprinkling as Toady and his young brothers were, so you mustn't drown the poor things in water every time you meet one. What you need is to persuade the fairy's love and contentment to live in your home, and trust to your keeping a charm like the one they had placed in Violet's heart. Then every morning of your lives they will tell something which you can do, and no one else can do as well, to make others happy. Kind deeds that will lighten misfortune, and loving words that may enter like music and dwell in some lonely, sorrowing heart. Believe always this one thing, that every kind deed you do for others will make you happier then and always, and every unkind deed will make you feel ashamed and sorry so long as you remember it. No matter to whom the kindness or unkindness may be done, a king or a butterfly, your own dear mother, or a little toad in the garden walk. I have known children who could not bear to see even a lily broken down by rain, its beautiful white flowers all lying in the dirt. I have watched them prop it up with sticks, and gently wash the earth away from its delicate petals, and have said to myself, Ah, little one, the fairy love is nestling in your heart. 
and I have seen the fairy Contentment start from her nest among the lilies, and follow the little one as she ran off to play. End of chapter 5 Recording by Susan Burke, SueBurkeVoice.com